grateful to hear him. I have a hard time hearing at church, but this story from the New Testament helped me see my situation differently. By Marlene Sullivan I've had a profound hearing loss most of my life and can only understand about 20% of what is said at the pulpit during most church meetings. Occasionally, my deafness makes me feel alone and separate, such as when the congregation laughs at a speaker's humorous remark, but I don't because I didn't hear it. And I was not the only one. Older ward members confided to me they also had difficulty hearing. Sometimes, after struggling to understand a soft-spoken speaker in sacrament meeting or when a Sunday school teacher declares there's no need to use the microphone because everyone can hear, I wonder why I even go to church when I can hear so little. Wouldn't my time be better spent at home reading the Come Follow Me lessons or studying the scriptures? Still, I wanted to be obedient and continued to attend with my family to renew my baptismal covenants and remember the Savior by partaking of the sacrament. It was always a blessing to feel the Spirit, and I always felt edified by those things I could hear. One Sunday, the high counselor who spoke in sacrament meeting had one of those clear, projecting voices that made it easier to hear. He discussed the New Testament story about the woman who suffered from an issue of blood for 12 years and had faith that she could be healed if she could but reach out and touch Jesus' robe as he walked by. The speaker then offered a poignant insight that struck me deeply explaining that because of her condition, this woman would have been considered unclean and most likely would not have been allowed to attend church for 12 years. The ramifications of this took my breath away. Although sick, this woman was probably not so unwell that she couldn't attend church, at least occasionally, but because of the social mores of the time, she was not allowed to attend. What a dreadful trial for a person of faith. As I pondered the heartache she must have felt at being prohibited from worshiping God with fellow believers because of her physical condition, something over which she had no control, the Spirit opened my eyes to how her situation compared with my own. I was given to understand that although I could not be a full participant, at least I had the privilege of attending church and hearing what I could. This woman had no such choice. I felt ashamed for the times I had briefly considered staying home. Instantly, God spoke to my heart, letting me know that He didn't want me to feel guilty. He wanted me to feel grateful. Grateful for the privilege of attending church and being strengthened by associating with faithful disciples of Christ. Although I couldn't hear everything, I could understand some things, and each one blessed my life. There were also special moments when the Spirit helped me understand those things I could not hear. I felt grateful for the freedom to worship God and enjoy the blessings of going to His house. The Spirit testified to me that it was far, far better for me to be at church meetings, partake of the sacrament, and learn what I could than not to attend at all. That day, my attitude changed. Instead of feeling downcast at my limitations, peace filled my heart, and I resolved to focus on the blessings of church attendance. I resolved to make a sincere effort to be thankful for what I could hear instead of being discouraged over what I couldn't. Elder Dieter F. Uschdorf of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles said, Being grateful in times of distress does not mean that we are pleased with our circumstances. It does mean that through the eyes of faith we look beyond our present-day challenges.
The woman who reached out to touch Jesus' robe was a wonderful reminder for me to have enough faith in the Lord to see beyond my limitations and sufficient trust in God, to know He will bless me to rise above my physical limitations. Life comes with all kinds of challenges that tax us spiritually, emotionally, or physically. But even during times of distress, we are encouraged to be grateful for the blessings we enjoy. The Lord said, My friends, fear not, let your hearts be comforted, yea, rejoice evermore, and in everything give thanks. And all things wherewith you have been afflicted shall work together for your good, and to my name's glory. The author lives in Utah, USA.